Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh my goodness me! What a fantastic goal! What a goal! That is absolutely superb! Huge cheers go up around Emirates Stadium. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast for the week of Monday, the 5th of February 2018. I'm your host, Russell Hargreaves. Coming up on today's podcast, we'll hear from our deadline day signing from Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. It's also the final letter of the A to Z of Arsenal. Adrian Clark is back at the chalkboard to preview a huge North London derby this coming weekend. As ever, we kick off with a look back at an eventful week with our Arsenal Insider. Let's hear from another Arsenal insider on the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. So a huge amount to cover over the past seven days at Arsenal Football Club. Delighted to say that former midfielder David Hillier joins us to do that very thing. Dave, how are you keeping? I'm very well, thanks, Russ. Hope you are too. Yeah, pretty good, thank you, mate. We'll get the sort of the bad bit of the week out of the way first as we kind of go through in chronological order. Tuesday, the Swansea game didn't start the week off particularly well, did it? No, disappointing. Um side struggling as Swansea are you think you're definitely going to get your points there but um, disappointing again away from home the biggest disappointment for me um, going in front and then you know losing the game it, it's a bit of a pill to swallow but things improved big time within less than a day confirmation on the Wednesday of the signing of a certain Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang yeah I think that's definitely brightened everything up uh, Nick Terrian coming previous to that was was a good deal I think for the club good player a good replacement for Alexis um, but then yeah Yang coming in really lifted everyone's spirits and was proved to be a very very good buy come the weekend and someone who's hopefully got a huge amount to give to Arsenal for a lot of reasons we saw his goal scoring and finishing ability here's a quick reminder of the goal that he bagged Arsenal restart. This is uh, Awobi through towards uh, Mkhitaryan. Looking for Aubameyang. Can he finish? It is that finish that we've seen oh, so often. Yes. Delightfully done. Woo. Well, how many times in his Dortmund days <laughs> have we seen him break free and just chip the keeper? Delicately done. Pickford no chance. Aubameyang has got his debut goal. It's come for Arsenal. And the Gunners lead by four goals to nil. More on the Everton game itself in a couple of moments, David. But it was a delightful finish. Yeah, absolutely. A little dink um, over the keeper. Classic. What we see from him all the time in the Bundesliga is his trademark finish, if you like. And uh, yeah, great to get off um, get off and running, really, with the goals. I think he'll provide many more before the end of the season. And looking forward to him setting in, in the team even more. 
And hopefully that interplay with Henrik Mkhitaryan as well from their Dortmund days reunited. We saw a few little inklings of that with the likes of Ozil and Ramsey joining that too. Yeah, I think uh, I think the positive things as well is he's he brought a fear factor with him, uh, Young, and the assists from Mkhitaryan, as we saw two uh, against Everton, amazing to start your career with Arsenal like that. And Aaron Ramsey has been lifted and got three goals. So positives all round for the for the attacking and midfield side of Arsenal's team. I mentioned Ozil briefly there. News on Thursday just gone that he had signed that new contract with the club and, and challenged in a kind of positive sense to come on and, and be even more integral and deliver even more in this next phase. Yeah, I think he will. I, I think he always has delivered, in, in my opinion, and sometimes players around him who are not playing at his level have affected his outcomes in the game. And people think, oh, he's not doing it. And But you look at his stats from the weekend and the areas he covered, especially across the um, this number 10 area, if you like. Him and Mkhitaryan were frightening in there and really caused lots of problems for Everton. So as the relationship develops over the rest of this season and coming seasons, I think it's going to be good. And the fact that he signed that deal means that he really wants to play with these new players. So yeah, it's like a new lease of life for Ozil as well. So yeah, all of that positivity really coming home to roost in a thumping victory against Everton. 5-1 the final score and particularly for much of that first half, it really clicked, David, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I was very surprised with Sam Allardyce's um, team formation. He, he played three at the back and he, I really invited Arsenal on and there was big gaps between all of Everton players and Arsenal just exposed all their weaknesses in the first half. Um, Really, although Evan did have a couple of chances in the game, they're going to struggle, I think, this season to, to do any better than they are. Um, just played into Arsenal's hands and really by half-time, game was killed off. There was a little bit of excitement in the second half, but the game was already won from Arsenal's point of view. Job done. So three goals from the aforementioned Aaron Ramsey. Let's see what he had to say to Arsenal media post-match. Obviously, I'm delighted. Um, it's my first hat-trick, so it'll be one of them moments to uh, remember. But, you know, full credit to the team. We played some really good attacking football in the first half, and we the game was won in the first half, really. So we got to keep that focus, keep that quality um, throughout the rest of the season. Then. You know, well done to him. He uh, scored on his debut. Uh, Mickey as well, getting a few assists. So hopefully, you know, there's a lot more to come and, and they can help us now um, push and hopefully finish off the season uh, strongly. Aaron Ramsey there and uh, David, really good to see Ramsey with one of his best performances in a good while. You think even pre-Alexis joining that wonderful season he had, this is perhaps a little reminder of what he can bring to the table at his very best. Yeah, we've seen glimpses of it this season and he was starting to get some consistency, as you said, but... Uh... Definitely, I think the introduction of Mkhitaryan, as he realises that numbers in the midfield are, are going to be, you know, it's going to be busier in there, basically. Him and Jack are going to be fighting for a position, and he's had to step up. Alex Iwobi was um, picked ahead of Jack as well. Um, so, you know, he's got to be looking at himself and saying, I've got to step up. But Aaron Ramsey stepped, stepped up in his first game with a hat-trick. So how can a manager leave him out? Um, I think it's going to inspire him to carry on playing like that until the end of the season. And hopefully, as you say, he might regain that form that we saw three, four seasons ago when he really was setting it on fire every week. Now, you've talked briefly about really setting a platform to build from here. 
in theory, how exciting your times could be ahead if a lot of we've, what we've talked about really clicks in a kind of quite sustainable way on quite a few different fronts for the rest of this season and, and hopefully beyond. Yeah, but we, I think we're talking offensively, Russell, really. We still saw one or two defensive frailties that will need to be addressed. I mean, the players are good enough to do it. It's just having that consistency about them not to make individual errors because I think that's where they fall down. But, um, yeah, move, moving forward, it, it's, a, it's a really good prospect for the side, especially have little slip-ups like you see Tottenham and Liverpool getting a draw and you think we've still got a chance of getting that fourth place. These sort of players and playing in the way we played against Everton gives us big hope for the rest of the season. On the whole, as we let you go, lots of good steps and good strides taken and hopefully we've seen just the, the dawn at least or the inkling of the dawn of a new era. Yeah, it just shows you, you know, what a couple of weeks in football can do for a club. It's doom and gloom when you think you're going to be losing your best player, which you know you're going to be losing one of your best players. And then at the end of those couple of weeks, as you say, it's, it's all turned around and looking good for the future. But we've got to keep on top of that. You know, you can't have a win one week and lose against a, a lower a lower place side the following week. You've got to keep those performances right up there. Yep, consistency, absolutely critical. We always get it from David Hillier joining us as our Arsenal insider. Appreciate your time as ever, my friend. Thank you very much, Russ. The Gabon international forward Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang became a record signing last Wednesday. Here's his first interview as a gunner. Pierre, after all the talk, all the speculation, you're finally an Arsenal player. How does it feel? Yeah, finally, I'm really happy to be here. And uh, of course, I can uh, I can join Mickey <laughs> in in this team. So I'm I'm really happy to be to be here in the, this great team. What is it about Arsenal that you like so much that appeal to you? I think uh, the club have a, such a big history, and uh, they are the great players like uh, Thierry Henry, so it's an example for, for her strikers. So, yeah, I'm really happy that's, that's what I said before. What is it about Thierry that you loved so much? Yeah, because uh, he was fast and uh, he scored a lot of goals. So, yeah, it's, it's really an example. <laughs> it sounds like you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I think uh, I have to work a lot to, to be like him, but... I will do. <laughs> How would you describe your, your playing style? Yeah, I'm a fast player and uh, yeah, I score goals too. Like, uh, like Henri a little bit, but that's what I say. I, I have to, to, to work a lot again. Pierre, you've been reunited with Henrik Mkhitaryan here at Arsenal. How happy are you about that? Yeah, I'm really happy. It's really like a, a brother. It's a, it's a good friend and we play together in the past and yeah, I'm really happy to, to see him again. When you knew you were going to come to Arsenal, how pleasing was it the fact you knew that Mickey was here? Was that a big factor in wanting to join? Of course, of course. And uh, he called me a few times and uh, he asked me, yeah, you will come or not? And I said, first you have to tell me if you, if, you, if you sign or not. And then he told me that all was done and of course it was a, a big fact to, to come here. On the pitch, you have such a fantastic understanding at Dortmund. What do you put that down to? Um, I think uh, 
we understand each other's uh, on and off the pitch. So I think that's why it's maybe a little bit easier in the in the pitch. How excited should we be about seeing you two together? Yeah, they have to be to be happy because we will do our best, of course, like like we did in the past. And finally, what's your message to the Arsenal fans? Yeah, I hope that we we will come back to the top as soon as possible and I will do my best to, to join it. The A. To Z. Or Charlie George, you can hit him. Oh, look at the Why is the Yankee Stadium, home of New York City FC, managed by this man? Adams trying to get free at the near post. Berg got ahead to it. Fiera. Oh! It flew in! Patrick Fiera! Schmeichel, perhaps surprised by the shot. Certainly the pace of it, it went... Up and over him, and in off the bar. Why is also the Yeovil Town. We've only played the Glovers twice, beating them both times, including this victory en route to winning the FA Cup back in 1993. Bold with a good flick, and right scores. In the 25th minute. Trying to stimulate something with his clearance. has looked to Jack Coles and he's done it brilliantly and in stubbish time Arsenal's grip now much more solid and Ian Wright who has a real track record of course in the FA Cup in his time with Crystal Palace those two goals in the final of course against Manchester United and two goals here the second one a classic Oh, and Wright has his hat-trick. And why is for a thorn in our side throughout the years, Dwight York. Dwight scored seven goals against us in total, including this one late in his career, the Blackburn Rovers. Through the middle is Eston Stat, and Dwight York's with him. And Dwight York can make it 2-1, and he has. Blackburn lead for a second time at Highbury. The Chalkboard with Adrian Clark. Well, joining me at the Chalkboard is none other than Adrian Clark. Clark here, a busy man at the moment. Yes, yeah, all happening. Yeah, <laughs> lots and lots of manic Mondays, I call them. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, it's not like a proper job, is it? Absolutely. Now, our question at the Chalkboard, the fact that Arsenal have had quite a lot of success at Wembley of mm. late, will that help them when it comes to playing Spurs at Wembley, their temporary home in the league game? Should do. I, I would imagine that because it holds so many fond memories that they can go there feeling quite confident. It should really feel almost like a neutral ground, uh, more so than normal in terms of the matchup. Because I know Spurs have been playing there all season, but Arsenal have visited Wembley Stadium an awful lot in recent years for big games only as well in front of full houses. So I think that counts for something. But the caveat to that is Manchester United had a fabulous record at Wembley Stadium as well. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. And of course, they found themselves one goal behind uh, within seconds against Spurs last week and, and couldn't retrieve it. So it's not the be or an end all, but I think psychologically it has to be a reasonably positive factor in our favour. So results over the course of the weekend, very good for Arsenal. Big win, as we know, and then Liverpool and Spurs taking points effectively off each other in pretty dramatic circumstances. Mm. Um, it gives Arsenal another little bit of a boost, doesn't it, to try and build on and utilise for this game? Yes, yeah. Well, they, they shouldn't need much motivation. No. It is there, isn't it? Arsenal are now long shots for a top four place, but win at Wembley... And all of a sudden, you're catapulted right back into the mix. So there is a lot of incentive for Arsenal to deliver a big performance in this game. Obviously, the same applies to Spurs, who can effectively, I guess, end our own hopes of, of, of that top four finish. So a lot riding on it. Um, Spurs, I think, will be boosted by the second half performance at Anfield. They did, they did take a grip of that game. They showed good maturity, actually. They could have crumbled, and they didn't. Okay, so from this Spurs team's point of view, defensively, there's still the odd question to ask, I feel. Uh, and then offensively, they've brought in some new faces, mixed things up, but sometimes breaking teams down if they approach the match in a certain way can still be an issue. Yeah, it can, yeah. I, going, looking at the makeup of the Spurs lineup, um, I'm, I'm not a massive fan of Davinson Sanchez. I think he's a player that can definitely be exploited. Of course, Toby Alderweireld might come back back for this derby, which I think would be a bit of a blow for Arsenal, but at the same time, he could be rusty. So, so that's a factor to consider. Um, look, it's a hard one to call. Spurs are strong. Uh, I don't think they've been as good this season in any facet of their play apart from Harry Kane. You look at their back four, not as solid, definitely more get-attable. Central midfield, capable of being powerful and strong, but not doing that as often as they did. Uh, and, and up in the forward areas, I think Deli Alli's had a, had a poor campaign. It's only really Harry Kane that's kicked on, plus Son Heung Ming, really, in terms of, of from last year. So no, there's nothing to be scared of about Spurs. And also, I've got a good stat for you here. Come on. You love a stat, don't you, on the Dude. Arsenal Weekly podcast, right? Spurs, when they score first, they invariably win. It's happened 15 times they've scored first. They've won 14 and drawn one. Message, do not concede early. On the flip side, 
when Spurs have conceded the first goal, haven't won one. Ten games, five draws, five defeats. They're not good when having to wrestle back from, from deficits, So even though, even though they did at Anfield. So, um, look, that gives us the encouragement. Start this game fast, boys. Don't sit back. Be rude not to maybe just delve a bit deeper into Harry Kane. 100 Premier League goals now up, which for a lad who's still 24 is a pretty decent effort, isn't it? And a really kind of strange game at the weekend, but he showed a lot of mental fortitude to score a penalty, having missed a penalty. Well, I was really pleased, actually, that the goalkeeper, Carrie, stood still from the penalty. Everyone was saying, oh, what an awful penalty it is. But Harry Kane and a lot of players do go for that just average pass down the middle and often it pays off. I don't like it, really. Um, I'm more of a purist. I like to see the players go for the corners, so it might force force players to do that. But look, he's a class act, the best uh, English striker since Alan Shearer, very capable of, of beating his record. And let's face it, if we, if we keep Harry quiet and we, we snuff him out, then we've got a great chance of winning this game. It's, uh, you know, he didn't do a lot, did he, at Emirates Stadium in the, in the game here? Let's, let, let's make that happen again. And just finally, from Arsenal's point of view, with a lot of what we've talked about in mind, how would you, if you were Arsene Wenger, broadly approach this game? The blueprint is there. The blueprint is on a DVD from the North London derby here at Emirates Stadium. That's it. That's how you beat Spurs. We rough them up. We played a seriously physical game. And you think, oh, Arsenal can't rough up teams. Actually, we can sometimes. And we did against Spurs. We got in their faces. We got physical. And, and there was no pattern to their game. And, and it was 2 0. Could have been, you know, we didn't play brilliantly, but we were efficient and strong and determined. And, well, and it paid off. We can do that again. Well, a bit of legal biffo featuring your five-second team talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to swear swear this week. I, I, look, I, I genuinely believe it is all about aggression in this game. Be aggressive from the start. Get your noses in front. Make Spurs feel uncomfortable in front of this full house at Wembley. And then, you know, the spoils can be ours. Known as one of the nicest men in the media, Clark, he did a pretty good aggressive face then as well, which our listeners maybe could just sense a little bit as they heard Clarky giving us an excellent five-second team talk from that to this. Reign of Arsenal. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast editor, Liam Roberts, marauding as ever, looking quite purple this morning, Liam. How are we doing? <laughs> We didn't get the, the memo this week where we all have to do matches. No. After last week's fiasco. I'll tell you why he's, he's, he's coming for a spring in his step today. Feeling a bit smug. Because it, a bit in smug. the fantasy league that we do, it's a, yeah, it's a different type of one, a head-to-head. Um, he absolutely walloped me this week. Oh. Um, he, he only had Aaron Ramsey in his team, didn't he? Killed me. Still, you've still got players yeah. tonight. You've still got a... No, it's all over, mate. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's all over. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, uh, so time to get your revenge for, for the questions this with week. An angry uh, face, smug face. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll give you distraught face in a moment after this. <laughs> well, time will tell. So uh, last week we had a, another victory for Adrian Clark. Yeah. So, uh, Russ, you changed your, uh, your subject. You I did. For? I have now moved on to one of my favourite Arsenal players, funnily enough, and a man we hope we will see again at some stage. That is the brilliant. Santi Cathola. So, uh, week one questions. Would you like to go first or second? I'll go first and try and get it out of the way. I always perform better That's a new in this now, environment. Yeah. You're an excellent first weeker. That, yeah. That's, you know, that's not sure. Flat track can. bully, that's yeah. known as. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Santi Cazorla, week the one. The Graham Hick of the Arsenal, <laughs> afraid of Arsenal. 
over my head. So, your questions start now. Question one, who did Santi score his first hat-trick for us against? Reading. Correct. How many goals has he scored for us in his career so far? In Premier League 25, all competitions 29. Correct, 29. All competitions. Um, Plus what? In his first season, how many goals did he score for us? All competitions. 12. Correct. And who did he make his international debut against? Peru. Correct. Oh, Four out of four. Efficient. On a good first week. <laughs> He's just, yeah, good speed as well. Rapidity as well yeah. as uh, good answers. So well done. So, uh, Adrian, week two, you're oh. answering questions on... I, 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 I almost temporarily forgot. Yeah, that's uh, that's the question answer. one. Yeah, that's question one. Yeah. one. Um, Liverpool 4, Arsenal 4, 2009, one of the best Premier League matches ever. Okay, so uh, for the draw, you need 100%. So, uh, oh, goodness. Questions start now. Um, which two players who played in the game went on to play for the opposition later oh, in their careers? Good. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, Yossi Benayoun went on to play for Arsenal. Correct. And, oh, I think I got it. Colo Toure went on to play for Liverpool. Correct. Yes. One, of, one of my favourite questions I've ever had to write that. <laughs> I, I gonna, thought I might, I might get a shock at the quality of the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, question two. Um, only one player from Arsenal's current squad yeah. was in the was in the uh, eighteen. Ooh. Name that day for uh, for Arsenal. Who was it? Oh no! Oh, that's hard. Um, <laughs> one player. I was trying to think. I don't think they were in the starting eleven. They weren't. All right. Okay. Who's <laughs> 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 been here donkey's years? <laughs> oh dear. Um, I'm thinking. Aaron Ramsey. Correct. Yeah, that's the that's the two most difficult, I think. So uh, he might be onto something. It was a little punch, yeah. Punch. Question three: How many minutes were there between Andre Arshavin's fourth goal and Yossi Benayoun's? Oh, that's quite cruel. That's quite cruel because they're obviously both in injury time. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I think it's either it's either two or three. That's my that's my feeling. I'm going to go for Arshavin, 92. I'm going to go for the the equaliser, 90, from Benioun, 95th. I'm going to say three. Correct. It was actually two minutes and 59 seconds between <laughs> two. I actually went back onto the video to actually get <laughs> the stop <laughs> Well, it is important, yeah. Thank you. And for the draw, if he pulls us out of the bag, to the nearest percentage, what was the percentage split? On possession. Oh, goodness. No, no idea. Absolutely no idea. Because I didn't see that on any of my research of this game. It's in the so, match stats, mate. It's in the match stats. So, <laughs> right. Percentage. What? I have to get... Which... I'll give it to, to the nearest percentage, so I won't say the, the, the point. Nothing oh, points. thanks, mate. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> week two. Week two. Um, right. Arsenal Wenger's possession team, but I think we're up against it a bit. Liverpool. Oh, I, don't, I, I really genuinely don't know. I think, I would imagine we had a slightly less. So I'm going to go for um, uh, 48%. It's 53-47. Oh, <laughs> so unlucky. <laughs> so... Uh, Hang on, I'm this is within one. 
No, it's the nearest percentage. So it was actually 47.3. So it's the nearest percentage there. 40. Is 40%. That's very unlucky. Yeah. See, if you'd not been so harsh when you helped lobby for me not to get a point a few weeks ago, I might have backed you up there, but no. Sorry. Valiant defeat. I've got well, to give it to you. Valiant nothing. defeat. <laughs> it means, yeah. means absolutely well, you've, got three, you've got three points on a week two question, so it will... Uh, which is considerably better than my week two last choice. It's weird. See, you're disappointed because you lost. You look disappointed because you haven't won convincingly. So it's uh, no one's happy. At the end of the day, I'm leaving. No one's happy. (laughs) Can I go? We need a topic first. I just just want to get out of here now. I'm annoyed. I I was so confident, I hadn't even thought of one. Let's go for... for, (laughs) Do you know what? I'm going to test you here and myself. Let's go for the let's go for nineteen seventy one double in this season. Okay. Let's do it. Let's let's go for a bit of history. Talking to Charlie George, I think. Mm. Yeah. Where can we see and or hear the great Adrian Clark next? <laughs> well, I don't know about you won't hear the great Adrian Clark <laughs> anywhere. <Yeah. laughs> um, where am I next? I'm on the match day show for for the North London Derby. Really looking forward to it. I think we kick off at midday um, for the twelve thirty kickoff. Final word this week belongs to some more goodbyes. Olivier Giroud, Alexis and Mattia Debushi all moving on in the past 10 days. We'd like to thank them all for everything they did for us and to wish them the very best at their new clubs. Well, that's full time on this week's show. Our thanks to Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, to David Hillier and to Adrian Clark for their contributions today. We'd like to know how we're doing in the podcast, so please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. You can subscribe as well and find us these days on Acast. Remembering too to get your questions into Clarky at the chalkboard on Twitter. That's using the hashtag Arsenal Weekly. We're back on Monday the 12th of February. And also don't forget Arsenal Weekly Podcast Stories is going to be back on Wednesday the 7th. We'll get the full story of Amy Lawrence's excellent 89 film. We'll be hearing from Amy, executive producer Lee Dixon, as well as a host of players, celebrities and coaches, all connected to that famous night. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.